Hi, it's Yolanda with Right Time Advantage. I'm in my car, I'm driving home from work, and you know how thoughts they come to you when you're driving, when you're in a shower, you're, you're on a walk, um, and then some feelings come through too. I'm passing the parkette in Lexington, Kentucky. So yeah, I'm passing the, the flea market, antique flea market here on Circle 4. So um, yeah, I'm just looking at my town. I've looked at this town, the two towns that I, well, I'll tell you the one town because uh, Lexington, Kentucky been in the south for 30 years 40 40 years I've been in the south for 40 years I'm an immigrant um, but yeah a lot of history here I don't know I just I was in a really thoughtful mood thoughtful it, and the couple of feelings that rose up were
Um, so, <clears throat> and you know, it doesn't have to be life coaching. It could be exactly what your version is. It could be taken to some journaling. It could be going to some counseling. It could be going, if you've lost someone, or if you lost a loved one, or you've lost someone to, or you have your family member of an addicted whoever, you know, it could be a spouse, child, family member, brother, mother, sister, anybody who you're close with, loved, your, you know, significant other, anything. Take that first step. Um, that could be to go to a recovery group. You know, a group that meets physically or a group that meets virtually. Stick it out. Be a light chaser. The light is in you and you want to find it. And that's the reason why you're listening to this podcast right now. It's because you're a light chaser like me. You're a hope chaser. And you're a unicorns believe, uh, exist believers. Because you have a, have a, you're a hoper of the impossible. On good days. <laughs> on other, on bad days. You just kind of just feel all this, this flood of ugh stuff and this thick sticky icky tar stuff and it's not fun but you go into these things and you and you replace the habit of how you've been replacing the bad feelings um so i mentioned it doesn't have to be life coaching it could be journaling going to counseling getting into social groups uh if you're out and if you're an addict start going to those meetings you're given opportunities, you're given ideas. Those other voices that are saying, nah, I'll do that a different time. Nah, that's stupid. You don't have to go forever and ever and ever. Just go to one session. Let's say you're an addict. Go to one. What if someone there needs your story? They need your story of struggle. Sometimes that's the way we need to look at it. It gives us some power to feel like if we can help one, then it makes it heals us, a, a, a part of me or a part of you. Other ways you can be helped. Read self-help books. There's a little, so many self-help books. Um, people would also say go to church, go to mosque. Go to, I go to church. If I'm not working, which I have been a lot lately, and I won't go into a why, but I have to work on the weekends quite a bit. Got a couple of jobs. My shifts are 7 to 12. Can't always go to church. Because I like taking my daughter to church too. It's our little thing. And I love loud music, so I'm not going to a snoring, quiet country church. I need to go where the floor is shaking because the music is that loud. And the lights are flickering everywhere and anywhere. And it's semi-dark. That's where I praise and that's how I my where I praise response the greatest because music is is how I respond okay so it's 510 I have to be back at work at 7 and I'll work till midnight so maybe I'll talk some more then um and I guess my mentality is Oh, you might think, oh, she works all the time. Poor girlfriend. I don't think of me as a poor girlfriend. I think of me as 
well damn I'm capable it feels good to have a capable body and healthy and and uh it's like a it's like conquering little mountains you know I'm gonna get off at midnight and I'm not probably not gonna be able to sleep that well so I'll probably be up till two it's kind of typical pattern behavior when I get up and I'm on time to my job and I feel good that's a conquer moment even if I'm tired it's like a, a achievement based kind of tired and I don't feel sorry for myself and that's that's my communication inside me if you need to feel sad and bad and pity yourself do it until you don't want to do that anymore it's your right I'm not going to tell you how to feel your feelings feel the way they feel because they that's that's your signals um sometimes you have to talk to your feelings though let's say you you don't want to feel pitiful anymore you want to you want to be you want to be strong and, and not feel pitiful about yourself that sounded like i was saying you're weak i didn't mean to apply that so but just listen to me out sometimes you can talk to the feeling and if I were to talk, if it were me and I'm having pity, first, I, if, if my feeling just wants to be felt, then I feel it, okay? Then after I've felt it for a while and I'm like, come on, honey, can we try something different? This pity and this hurt and this low, it just feels bad. So, you know, I'm, I might try to talk to the feeling and, you know, you, it's a it's self-negotiation inside. You're always having an inner dialogue. Like... Um, so if you feel pitiful about not being selected for a raise at work or for a promotion at work and someone else got it and they obviously are a family member to a higher up and you go, wow, that's freaking cliche and that pisses me off. And then, you know, you go from the anger, but then it starts to morph into sad and pitiful. And like overlooked and like I, nobody sees my value and that, that that really that really gets into the cracks of, of all my bad feelings you know you can't change the circumstance but you can talk to the feeling and you know bumper sticker advice it's just cheap and easy so you don't want to give yourself that you know what you need and you know how to say it to yourself. Only you know how to communicate with you the best. But let's say, I'm having a hard time <laughs> trying to come up with how I'd say that to my own feelings about that. Let me, let me think about a time when that happened, whenever I was overlooked. Hmm. I used to work at a fast food place. Okay, I'm pulling in. I'm just looking at... <laughs> What this apartment complex is anything outlandish or crazy is going on it looks normal thank goodness sometimes it's not normal <laughs> um so when i was younger i didn't really have very much what do you call it good judgment um so whenever i did not get the promotion that i wanted because I'd been there for three years and there were other people getting promotions above me. I 
threw a fit about it. I was vocal about it. I was 20, early 20-something or another. <laughs> what kind of discernment and judgment and, and wisdom did I have? Not enough for that moment because I, I got hot-headed and, and I threw my weight around. And I was only 110 pounds. So, you know. Um, so at that moment, I'm walking into, into my apartment door. I'm just hoping that somebody's not watching me and wanting me to, <laughs> to talk to them because they're lonely. And maybe they want to date me, which, you know, that's another topic. That's one bad thing about living in an apartment unit with bachelors. They know your schedule. They know when you come and go. I don't know if you were on the podcast episode prior or if I've recorded or if I've uploaded it or not, but that individual came out and talked to me while I was talking to you on a podcast. Mm. Okay. I was distracted by coming in. Oh, I was talking about a scenario. Let me lock my van. Hold on. All right, lock. So I got a little bit of time before job number two. And if anything, I've done work for all three jobs today. The job, so I guess tonight's job really is job number three. So I'll finish this little little example. And what I would say if I had the sensibility of a 47 year old like I do now, at, at 20, 20, maybe I was 20. I got hot-headed and I got really mad and I think they they gave me the promotion and in the end and then you know because it was like a shift manager and I'm like I have been here for four years the longest people stay around here is a month and it pisses me off that I have had to wait this long I want to learn and I want to be the shift manager you know I've trained so many of y'all's people I've showed people how to flip burgers and do fries and milkshake and run the register. And I can run both the front and the drive-thru at one time. Goodness gracious. I deserve this and you better give it to me. So, it worked. And they gave it to me. And as retaliation and just to stab back, I told them that I was quitting. And I was quitting in two days or something like that. Or I might have just called in and I might have done something dirty. Um, so if I can talk to that person at the time and just stay there with the rejection, I would have said something different to myself. I would have let's see, how would I have talked to the emotion first? And this would be when you talk to someone else too. Acknowledge it. And acknowledge their pain. Or acknowledge their frustration. Or repeat in the way that they said, repeat it back to them. And it also goes with customer service. You're just giving somebody a dignity. I heard you. I, I saw you. I validate you. I may not agree with you, but if I understand you correctly, you're saying this. Okay, you know, if I felt that same way, it's called empathy. If that happened to me, I would feel the same way. 
So if I were to talk to the emotion, I would say, hey, emotion, internal emotion. Man, you know, I sense your anger. And underneath that, that, you know, earth crust and, you know, you got the tectonic plates really inside. It's just, you feel devalued. And that's so unpleasant and, and it kind of triggers other bad feelings and other bad memories that you're really not remembering. But it's in your subconscious and it's, they float around in there. And I, I understand what what it is that you're feeling because, well, hey, I'm me. I feel it too. Um, but feelings are temporary. They are weather. They're clouds across the sky. They The clouds won't always be there forever. And you can, I'm going to fill you out. I'm going to wait you out. And I'm not going to cover you up and substitute and invalidate you by, by not letting you exist. You, you have permission and you have room here to finish out feeling the way you feel. If I were talking to an emotion, because I got, I got an imagination. That has no no relevance to this, but and I would say your your feeling or you as the feeling are as a result of the thoughts that you make this mean of the situation. And so if you can remake what you think this means, then maybe and and that by rethinking it means restructuring a thought. And can we, can we can we just can we look at this from a different story? Can we can we let a different can we create a, a different meaning for what this is? Is what I would say to the emotion. And by this time, you might have just distracted yourself to the point of confusion, and you're like, uh, I forgot what I was feeling because you talked so much, and I was trying to follow what you were saying. <sighs> okay, here I go with every breathing again. But that's fine. I tend to do that. It's fine. That's me. So, and you know, really, your thoughts are your power. So, what is it you're making it mean? And so if you're making it mean that another is saying you have low value, another is saying that you aren't as good as another person, let's say the person that got your job or your spot, then that's the wrong connection to make. And so maybe take your thoughts and unconnect those, that thought and that meaning and really that truth. You created a truth that is untrue, an untrue truth, okay? because you made it law inside yourself because you are your own little king little queen little governor uh, little president and your whole entire self and you both make up the laws and you uphold the laws so if you have that kind of power to make and uphold the laws and you know you can unmake laws and un and help yourself that way so um 
Um, you know what I'm going to do? Sometimes I forget whenever I hit stop on all the recordings. And, um, let me get, let me give me a pen. And I forget what the topic was of what, what it was that I was talking about. So, if you hear me stop for a minute, then you know. Because, you know, it's on, on the podcast episode, it says, write a description down. And I'm like, oh, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> so, um, okay, I'm going to write this little note to myself. Give me three seconds. I know that's a long time in a podcast. And that way, whenever I go back, I can I can say, oh yeah, okay. I can both help with people searching and anyway. So, so if if you are your own internal president, your own creator, your own manifester, I mean, think about dreams. Dreams. You think they just happen to you, but you create those dreams. You are both the actor and the director and the screenwriter and the editor. And so if you have a power to make a thought a truth, then you have the power to make a thought an untruth. So if you go with the thought that I was of low value, I'm... Got passed up because I'm just a worthless piece of bleep. That's, that becomes a truth. That's dangerous. So, so dangerous. And so you function from, you know, I'm a piece of bleep. When you go throughout your, the rest of your day, the rest of the week. And then you create a, a habit of behaviors that let people treat you like that. Because that's a belief you have about yourself. Yeah, I believe that stuff. That's that's some. You're the lawmaker inside yourself. You're the executive branch. The which is you know. What are the branches of government? Hmm. The legislative. So you might be the in your brain. You probably are the legislative branch. If we were to go metaphorical. I'm doing a little, um, I was trying to be more organized and, you know, honestly, the, with the life coaching that I've been doing, it just let me see that there is power to be gained and, and deeper learning to, to, that can occur if I were to start having little notebooks everywhere and really start just writing stuff down. Um... And, and that's not my, my normal behavior, is to write stuff down. That's not me. Okay, so. Yeah, legislative branch, the executive branch, government class. I'm trying to bring it back. What's that third one? Legislative, executive. Uh, if you can only answer back, you can just 
tell me and I could hear it, but I can't. <laughs> and plus, I'm in your past as far as when this was uploaded. Hmm, right? Um, but anyway, honeys, dudes, you know, I was talking to girls and men, boys and men, women and men. There in you is the decider of your, your words and your words and your thoughts are your power and your feelings are a result of your thoughts. But, um, thoughts and feelings, it's kind of like brain and heart, okay? Let, let the thoughts talk to the feelings and, um, what is it, cajole, what is that word? Basically be nurturing to, to your, your heart. from the words that you use in your mind or your feeling uh, wait wait from the words that you use in your mind or out or you write it down you know it could be an opportunity for you to say okay you might even have a feeling daily journal like there are um calendars that are based by the 15 minute minute by minute okay so it's an idea. I'm just it just came to my mind. I sometimes love to believe that the Lord, the Lord Jesus, puts that in there because He cares, and because He wants me to have wholeness and balance and and love and and revitalize life. So, but what what He put in there about an appointment book? Because I feel like you can plan better if you do a by fifteen minute. All through the day versus just, you know, a plan calendar. has got 31 squares. I think people need to plan more specific. But anyway, if you were to have some kind of, you've got food journals. How about an emotion journal? You know, the feeling that came at 11.15. You go write the word, check in word. And, and then you can, you know, okay, you acknowledge it. You said what it is. You name it to claim it. And then you go back and you speak to it. Okay, so you have a thought. Let's say they didn't invite me to lunch. And they left me out. And that hurts. You know, you're just at work, let's say. Oh, what's that, what's that mean? It's got a meaning to it. It's got an absolute statement. Everybody hates me at work. Okay, that's, that is a thought, but can we reshape that thought? Can we say, okay, let's just say they do. <laughs> they don't like you at work. You're a nuisance to them. But who does like you? And when's the last time somebody says something nice to you and there was a compliment? You can say, okay, yeah, those people, they don't like me, but... This one person likes me, and they told me that they like this one trait. Oh. Um. Or I was thanked by a, a client, and, they, and they, they just expressed gratitude for the hero part that I played in their day because I fixed a problem for them. Okay? 
bring balance to yourself in a healthy way by just taking that thought and saying, and add an edit to it. You know, if, if you want to think that everybody hates you, and that's a fact to you, go ahead and add another edit to that. Don't let that thought be the only standing thought. Add to that thought. Goodness. Don't let that thought override. There's so many positive things about you. And a lot of that is just residual messages from them bitch parents. I love all parents, but not all of them do good things for their kids. And and I'm sorry about the strong language, but... Oh, I have to... Um, okay, what's tomorrow? Friday? <laughs> I'm asking you what tomorrow is. Okay, um... I... Okay, what's tomorrow? Friday. I am in Lexington from 9 to 11 for tax tax lady then Amazon from 12.30 to 5.30 I can meet early 8 a.m. No. Yes. Or you can meet at. Thank you for putting up with that. I mean, <laughs> life happens, and you know, my bosses, they, they gotta know stuff now. They can't know stuff later, okay? Because, you know, my boss has helped me pay bills. You know? Sorry, I'm doing that you know thing. Ugh. Okay. Um. Let me tell her one more thing. If I leave... Amazon or go in late. It's points deducted. So I, I'm going to do one more thing. I'm going to see if I can. I've got what do you call it? Um. I've got personal time off and I can either I can take the time off the first of the shift or the, the last of the shift and so I can offer the option of accommodating this new lease to write up a new lease you know before that or after that if I if I look and I'd see if I have the PTO I don't worry you know I can't offer that option but I would like, I like to, <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all something. Okay, request time off. It's on the app. It's a self-serve employee app at Amazon. 
and you go look see what time oh i only have 43 minutes of personal time off that's not an hour <laughs> okay thank you all for helping me thank you for putting up with that okay so and it oh oh yeah she says a 6 p.m work for you She says, does six work for you? I should be there right on time. But six, ten, if traffic is bad. Okay. You know, another word for like a soft 6 p.m. would be a malleable. Wait, is that pal palpable? That's a different word. Malleable means that you can massage it or reshape it. Hmm. I mean, that can that could go with my business of what I was saying to you about reshaping a thought. Let a thought be malleable enough so you can shape it and work it into something that's going to give you more power i mean that's the goal is to give yourself more powerful power and more confidence and if you let the thoughts stay in law mode and, and to be in a negative about yourself then they rule your whole life and they rule your whole world and the way you you speak about yourself you speak up for yourself or the lack of speaking up for yourself or not taking courage and trying a new thing. Because you're like, well, holy fuck. If I've tried other stuff before and I've failed, well, then why try? You know, I'm just a fuck up. I'm just a piece of shit. Other people tell me I'm a piece of shit. They're right. Well, this whole podcast episode has been trying to convince you, unconvince you of that and how to do it in the way that I've read or I've devised by all that I've read and all the Lord has put in my mind. So, no. <laughs> all that would be an example of a bad, true untruth. Wait, Leslie, did I say that right? An example of a bad, untrue truth. That might be the better wording. A bad, it's, a, it's an example of a bad, untrue created truth. <laughs> I, I need some help <laughs> I'm over here by myself and nobody's going hey and he's writing stuff down for me maybe you mean this hmm nah <laughs> I have no lover yeah whatever where did that come from but anyway anyway don't worry about me in that regard the lord will find me my lover the Lord will find me the one, my one. And nobody that I know in my life right now is the one. They're, they're not my somebody. Anybody that I entertain their company, they're not my one. My one would not treat me like that. My one would not ignore me like that. My one would not not prioritize me like that. Did I say that right? Not, 
not prioritize me like that. Okay, I think I said that correctly. Good for me. Um. Okay, this is this is a value that that I've set for myself. I am a conjunction. I am a connector. I'm the little link that that holds real cars together. Or I help some people make connections. Or I connect people with people. And, and that fulfills me and gives me joy. But links aren't really complex things. Or little connectors aren't really the smartest. They don't. Okay, in my case, I don't have the greatest bank of trivial information. I don't know tons of languages. I don't know tons of math, a lot of history. Some of the things that I find that are successful in other people, I don't have those things. I'm not a sports person. I don't know about sports. What I do have is I'm a, I'm a plusser. I help you realize your plus. I help you realize your, your glow and your grow. And we all need that. I'm, I'm your hype man. Or your hype chick. I'm your hype chick. And I'm here to help you hype yourself, hi learn how to hype, and then just move on and rock it in your own life. Holy hell. Do it. Um, because I don't have to have gain right now. I don't need you to plus my life, give me money, provide for me in any kind of way. I got a master of the world that does that for me. He's done it all through my life. He brought me to this country. He brought me to the people. He brought me those kids. And he'll continue. And so if he doesn't want me to have for now, I won't have it. I'm going to cry and complain about it. You know, on podcast here once in a while. But I'm going to try to understand his reasoning. Or... No, no, not his reasoning. I'm going to try to accept his reasoning. Actually, I don't know his reasoning. I'm just going to try to accept, okay? <laughs> I really try to be thorough. But um, you don't always have to be the star of the play, or, or you don't always have to be the lead actor or actress. Sometimes your value, your greatest value, is what happens backstage. You might not be the star. I'm sorry. But your value still is an amazing and great and powerful, even being in the back. So I have to stop this now in about 30 seconds. So this has been right time advantage. And the right that your advantage is that you still breathe. You still have power and you still have everything you need to. And what you don't have, the Lord will bring it to you if you're a chaser. You're a God chaser, light chaser, love chaser, hope chaser. Thank you for listening. Bye.